Hey guys, welcome back to Jetfield. I know you're all guilty of having pizzas delivered at home or buying frozen refrigerated pizza dough. No mas. Uh, tune in right now. I'm going to teach you how to make the perfect pizza at home, and it's pretty simple. We're going to make four 8 to 10 ounce balls, and each ball is going to make a pizza. So what I want to do first is to get exactly 400 grams of water. Now, I know Americans are scared of grams, but, but trust me, it's really the only way. And if you go over, it's not a big deal. Look. You just take it back out and you make sure you find that perfect point. So next is going to be yeast. I'm using an active dry yeast. You could use fresh yeast, brewer's yeast. Any yeast is going to work here. Now uh, we want four grams of yeast. It's almost there. Perfect. And what you're going to do is you're going to do a little stir now. Once you get a nice cloudy water, you know the yeast is doing its thing. And now we're going to add salt. So we want 20 grams of salt. Let's tear that again. Now you could actually cook this by conventional ounces, but you're not gonna get the perfect dough every time that way. That's why all bakers internationally use scales. There it is, perfect. We're gonna do eight grams of olive oil. It's painstaking, it really is, but you want, you want it perfect. So that's eight right there. Baking is not one of those things like cooking where you can just kind of mess around with it. That's why we're going to be perfect. So we're going to use two kinds of flour. I want bread flour for its high gluten, its nice kind of chewiness, and we're going to use all-purpose flour behind it to kind of back it up. So I want 306 grams of each now, which is going to be a little more than two cups. And 306 grams of all-purpose flour. There it is, right there. So I'm gonna take this mixture, put it onto the mixer with the dough hook, um, and let's actually knead this till it comes together into a ball. So going into the mixer, start really low and allow the water and the flour to come together slowly. Um, keep it on low because you're gonna end up wearing more flour than what's in your bowl. A bread maker sounds like a great alternative, but it's not gonna move the dough ball around enough. If you don't have this, you're gonna have to do it all by hand, which is great, and uh, I'm sure it will improve your, your forearms and your triceps and biceps, but this is a really way to go. Now, it's a big old dough ball, so hold your machine down if it starts getting away from you and let it do all the work. We're basically at the point where the dough is just basically holding onto the ball and rotating. It's not really kneading anymore, so we're gonna take it off and actually start kneading now. So this recipe will divide into four perfect eight to 10 ounce dough balls. Now, I've got a little extra bench flour here. I definitely want you to not touch the flour unless you absolutely need it. So the only reason to throw down any bench flour is if you've got any dough sticking to the, to the table and you can see we don't here. And all I'm doing is bringing it into a ball and then I'm using my palms to kind of push it forward. And what I'm doing is creating stronger strands of gluten. What that means on the palate is, you know, I want pizza to be crispy on the edges, chewy in the middle, and have that beautiful kind of bready texture, and that's, that's what I'm trying to do here. So the bread is in a mass, and I'm gonna bring this into one perfect circle, and all I'm trying to do is really kind of spin it so it rolls around itself and pulls into one beautiful ball. And the more I'm spinning, I'm pushing down, and it's feeling tighter and tighter until I get this perfect little lip ball. And you know you've done your job. If you see this kind of seam, you see that little seam right there, then you know you've done your job. I've got my handy dandy bench scraper here, and you know, you can be totally anal and measure each dough ball, but don't, don't, don't freak out. Just cut this thing into four. Half first, and then have those halves. And I want you to pull these 
into those perfect little balls again, you'll, you'll end up getting the feel of it. It's one of those tactile things that you, when you do it right, you know it because it's, a, it's kind of this perfect skin ball in, on top. And the bottom, again, I'm looking for that little seam right there. So that's one, let's we'll do three more. These are gonna rest, they're gonna proof, and they're gonna be pizza. So what proofing really is, is allowing the yeast and the water to kind of eat and, and fart and burp and kind of expand this out. And what that's really doing, believe it or not, is creating that, that beautiful kind of yeastiness, that, that souring of, of the bread that we love so much. So it should be a little salty, it should be a little sour. That's gonna make perfect pizza. Yeah, I did say fart and burp, because that's what it's really doing. If you're in a hurry, which most of us are, um, again, you're gonna let these proof at room temperature for about an hour or two. Punch them down, make your pizzas, you're gonna go. It'll be fine, but to make really delicious pizza, let these retard overnight in a refrigerator, then pull it out and let it kinda of come to temperature for about an hour and you're gonna make amazing pizza. Next time, let me teach you how to put it all together and make the perfect pizza at home. We'll see you next time on Jet Food.